In the words of Kevin Napore, don't let the haters stop you from doing your thing. All right, so today we're going to get right into it. We're going to talk about self-confidence, what it takes to show up as the best version of you time and time again. And mostly what I really want to talk about are the haters, the doubters and the naysayers and how to keep showing up and keep fighting the good fight when you feel like everybody just wants to shit talk you or your business or bring you down or tear you down to their level. Y'all ready? Seatbelts on. All right, first things first, backstory. I feel like every single person on this planet at some point in time has come up against adversity. The adversity we're speaking of today are the haters, aka haterade. But today we're going to make a little haterade out of our haters' tears. You feel me? So, it's really tough, right? Because we talk about self-confidence and we talk about showing up and, you know, it doesn't matter what people think, like keep going, blah, blah, blah. But that can be really challenging, especially when you're first starting out or you're trying that new business or you have this idea to have a baking company or you want to switch lanes or you want to switch majors or you want to do something that you know in your heart is going to make you shine. That's going to give you passion and purpose and make you feel powerful in your own shoes, like in your body. Sometimes we innately know what's the best thing for us and we stop ourselves from doing that said thing because we're listening to what someone else thinks about us. Why are we letting what someone else says or thinks determine what we're going to do with our life? The best th- the best thing I always think of is at the end of the li- at the end of the road at the end of your one said beautiful life what we got like you got like 70 80 years if you're lucky and I mean that like really let's break this down why would you ever let anybody steal your joy and your passion and going after your goals dreams and wishes like we you know like think about the timeline right? Your big, this one big life you have, you owe it to yourself to sip up everything you possibly can, drink it up, take it all in and do exactly what makes your heart and soul, what sets your heart and soul on fire. You owe that to yourself now more so than ever. When I say now, I mean the pandemic opened our eyes, right? Maybe you were working a job that was just like shit and you were like, you know, I'm collecting a paycheck and I'm paying the bills and I might have to do that right now to get by, but I am out of here. I am trying to find that next thing because I know this isn't serving me. I know this isn't serving my soul. So when I say now more so than ever, pandemic, post-pandemic, as we're coming out, that push-through factor, I feel like it's spring, we're getting to the other side, we can see the, like, the light at the end of the tunnel, the vaccines are rolling out, praise be, I hope we're going to get there sooner, sooner, sooner. Literally, I like, I like kneel next to my bed like in the old movies and stuff and like pray, I'm like, sweet Jesus, please, 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 let's do this, you know? Bring it back, Mads. Reel it back in. So what I'm trying to say is you owe it to yourself to live out the life that you so very badly want to in your heart. 
And a lot of times, I'd say nine times out of 10, the reason that you're not showing up as the best version of you or living your life to the fullest is because of some bullshit comment that somebody said to you along the way, or somebody like whispered something in your ear, like you can't, or a coach or a family, a thought like, you know, a family member, a mom, dad, sister, brother, ex-boyfriend, some bitch from high school. Sorry, it's true. And let's really break that down. We're letting what someone else said affect our lives. And honestly, the best example I can think of is when you lay your head down on the pillow at night, you have to live with the regrets of what you didn't do, right? I didn't go for that thing. I didn't ask that girl out from across the bar. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. It just becomes this over and over again. I didn't do this thing because of what someone said to me or this idea or this bullshit narrative I have in my head that was placed there from an outside source, not an inside purpose. And to take that one step further, I read somewhere that, um, you know, there's like, whether it was hospice or uh, these nurses were talking about, I think it was like, I don't know the word for it. So I'm sorry if you're listening from all the badass hospitals in Boston um, or around the world, but it's like they did, they were asking questions of people at the end of their lives on hospice. And they're like, what do you regret the most? And they would say, you know, I regret, I regret not living, you know, not living out out my life the way I wanted to. Like, I regret not doing that thing. We always, you know, we always regret the things that we didn't do or the, the opportunities we didn't go for. That's, I think, where our biggest regrets come from, right? Like, it's never, I regret having done that and failed. It's, wow, I'm always going to have to live with the fact that I didn't even freaking go for it. That Wayne Gretzky quote, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. I say that all the time because it's like so true. You don't even get the opportunity to score and have a big win if you don't have the guts and take the risk of taking the damn shot. Like you're so scared of striking out that you don't even step up to the plate to try to take a swing. Hell no, we're not going to live our lives like that. We can't live our lives like that. We owe it to ourselves. We should hold ourselves at a higher standard. I have a higher accountability with myself to show up and keep fighting and keep grinding. And you should too. Isn't it insane that what someone else thinks about us can completely derail us? I mean, total Badlands bathroom. You want to talk about a bathroom floor moment? Like, let's... And, and now it's more vicious than ever. You know, we talk about bullies and, you know, meet me on the sand, in the sandbox after class or like meet me up, meet me in the school parking lot. That's all I had to worry about really when I was in school. And I know my parents have told me crazy stories of, you know, fights outside school. Like it was very physical. It was like scary. I feel like I had the fear of God in me a little bit because you had to be super accountable for the things you said. You couldn't hide behind computer screens. You couldn't hide behind text messages. You couldn't just go off on TikTok. Like I always see all these TikTokers like just shitting all over people and just tr- this whole this whole troll culture out there that I just can't understand. I wish I had that much free time. I wish I had that much free time. If you have that much free time to like sit around and tear someone else down for creating and being creative and putting out videos or content or classes or whatever it is, shame on you. You need the hobby. 
you need to get another job or a side hustle. Like, if you have that much time, free time, to just sit around and be miserable and try to drag down other people with you, sister, we need a little self-check, little self-awareness check, and maybe they'll never get that. And for that, we're just going to send one up. We're going to pray for them, right? We're going to pray for our enemies. Okay, so there's three fundamental things that I think have to do with shaking our confidence or not showing up and being all that we want to be. And the number one thing I can think of is just fear. Fear of judgment, fear of what other people are going to say, fear of even putting ourselves out there because we know that people are going to come for us, right? I'm going to join this thing and I know someone's going to have a comment or I'm going to do this thing and I know one of my friends is going to make fun of me and it's going to make me feel bad and then I'm not going to lean into it as deeply. I know this is hitting so many nails on the heads for so many of you out there because I hear it constantly, not only when I do Instagram market, like anything. I'm like, why do we do that, right? Why? Why are we so scared of being judged? Everybody has to be a beginner at some point and everybody has, you're just going to get judged when you put yourself out there. So if you know that going into it, that someone is always going to have some sort of freaking problem with what you're doing and how you're living your life, like, doesn't it kind of feel less scary? Like, oh, duh, there they are. (laughs) We've been waiting for you, honey. Like knew that comment was going to come, knew this thing was going to come. I knew that person was going to say whatever. It's almost like it sounds so silly and trivial, but remember that saying when we were little, 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 I am rubber and you are glue and whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. Now let's take that to like the adult version, the adult version, right? Whatever bounces off of me and sticks to you, 99.9% of the time is somebody is saying to you in a judgmental way to put you down because of something you're doing. It is because whatever you are doing is making them reflect on what they are not doing, how they are not putting themselves out there, how they're not willing to change. And they're so miserable with their own lives or you're triggering something so deep inside of them that they then spew that hatred that haterade onto you. How wild is that? A silly little saying when we were little, let's take that one step further to the adult version, nuts, right? Bananas. It's like that good old fashioned mirror. Like I am just a mirror of whatever you are seeing in yourself or the lack thereof in yourself. So if you're negative, like if someone is spewing negative narratives, if someone's trolling you, if someone's constantly putting you down is because whatever you are doing is making them so insecure with where they are and what they're not willing to do to progress that it's then just like, it's just oozing out of them like poison. It's literally like, poison, snake poison. That's always like the number one thing of going on. Like how do we dissect? How do we like really peel back the layers and get to what's really going on here? That fear and judgment. That's really all that, that's really all this is. What's holding us back is like the fear and the judgment because it's not fun and it hurts. It hurts. Like it hurts your feelings. I can't tell you how many times I've read a really bad review about my class or somebody making fun of me or saying that, you know, Moni is stupid and like people come for me all the time. And this brings me to my next thing. Number two, people only come for you when you're on your A game. 
and when you're doing something that's that's brave and putting yourself out there, you're always just going to get torn down for putting yourself out there. That's just the way it is. I related that. I taught a class this morning and I said, you know, when you're just like feeling really good, you're in your flow, you're just like, I'm in it. You know, you know what I'm talking about, that flow state. You're feeling yourself, work's good. You're, you're like, you know, you feel good about your fit. You just feel all around good about all the pillars of your life, family, fitness, work, body, wellness, all of it. Like everything's just flowing and you're feeling great and you're like, you know, woo. And then all of a sudden you get that text message from an ex that's like, hey, what's up? What's up? Not my fucking temperature. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? It's like when you're on your A game and your flow state, I call it like the universe sends you a little gut check to just check in and be like, are you that good? Or is this going to like trigger you into like a holy crap moment into like a whole like bottom out moment? Like, oh my God, like I really do still feel that thing. Like, oh my gosh, whatever. People only check in with you and come for you when you're feeling your best, when you feel like you're on top, when you're at the top of the ladder or the top of the company or the top of the whatever. It's like when you're killing it and crushing it, that is when your haters show up, when the ex-boyfriends or ex-girlfriends just check in out of nowhere and you start getting random text from people like, Hey, what's up? How are you? Just wanted to check in, like check in. I've been good. I've been doing my shit. I've been on my game. Like what's up? So it's something to be really mindful of that when you start to feel like people are coming for you, that's when you know you're really pushing the envelope, when you're really putting yourself out there, when you're really be showing up and leaning into your life and, and, and like, Oh, and putting yourself out there and doing the damn thing and stepping up to the plate and swinging. That's when all the little naysayers and the little like chirps and all that stuff shows up. That shit doesn't show up if you're not doing anything brave. If you're just like, you know, kind of scooting by, scooching by, not really going after it or having these big lofty goals and wild dreams and having people call you crazy. Like it's easy. It's easy to take the easy route. It's easy to just kind of fly below the radar. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I don't want anybody to come for me because that's too much for me to handle. And that's fine. Like I'm not, I'm not saying like someone can't live their lives like that, but I'm saying if you're going to push the envelope a little bit, like think of like, like I always think of a little chicken coming out of its coming out of its shell. Like think of you coming out of your shell. It's like where I am is no longer comfortable for me. Any like I, I can't stay in this comfort anymore. I want to bust out of it. And it's when you bust out of it, like that baby bird, then like all like the things can come after you, right? Like all the things can come and get you now because you're not in your safe little shell. You're not living this little small life. You want to bust out. You want to be bigger and better and go after other things and, and like uh, lofty goals, these big things. Of course, people are going to come for you. So it's like the step one is like you're in the fear and the judgment and maybe you get over that. So then maybe you kind of get going and it's like the, you know, you're starting to take off. You feel the lift. You feel like, you know, the plane that's just leaving the ground, like the lift on your wings. And you're like, oh, this is it. I think I'm flying. I think I got it. And then you get that text message or you get, you know, that write up that just tears you down. I always used to hear Rachel Hollis say she doesn't read her reviews about herself. And I've never believed in something more now than ever in my life because that's not going to do anything for you. That's not going to do anything for you. Period. Okay. Round it back around. So you got that fear, that judgment swirling. And then when you feel that lift and you feel that takeoff, someone's just going to smack you right back down and say something rude or nasty or trolly, trolly, trolly. 
And so from there, what do we do? So to give a little backstory and a little where the fire, the fuel of this has come from, because it has happened to me throughout my entire life, my entire life. And if you live a life out loud and you're constantly pushing the envelope and trying to always better yourself and do things to push beyond the means to push your boundaries, you're constantly going to be under scrutiny. You're constantly going to be under, you know, that, that eyeglass the magnifying glass and people are always going to be picking you apart every little single inch of you. And that's not a testament to you and what you're doing, but to everybody else, AKA the haters, the naysayers, right? So I went pretty far down. I went to the Badlands this week. I went to the Badlands this week and there wasn't a coach, a confidant, a colleague, a best friend, anyone that could pull me out of it. I went low. I went low, low, low. Um, And these comments were really low and it really, really hurt me. And I was really in my feelings. I mean, bad. I was like ready, you know, I should just quit. Like, I don't know why I do what I do. Like, oh my God, like, I can't believe this. Like everything's for nothing. Like blah, 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 blah. And even when I get in this bad, this bad mental space, I really, I always try to think of that Michelle Obama quote, when they go low, we go high. And I try to, I really try to live in that space. Cause the the first thing we want to do when someone wrongs us or someone writes a comment or we find those trolls or people say all the nasty stuff is we want to fight back. We want to fight back. We want to say like, no, that's not the way it is. That's not like, I'm not like that. You don't know me. You don't know my story, which is a thousand percent true. No one knows your story. No one knows your struggle. Nobody knows how you show up or the demons and the battles that you're fighting internally and you continue to show up. That is a huge kudos to you and your character and how freaking badass you are. Okay. Then the question becomes, all right, I'm down in that bad land. I feel really low. I feel really defeated by all the things that people are saying or, you know, I really went for this thing and it didn't work out or I put myself out there and like, look, I got bashed down or like something happened or like now I'm, now I'm like literally having that bathroom floor moment. What do I do? What is the next thing you do? I think of, I've literally said this a million times. I've probably said it on a million different podcasts, not a million. I have like what, 50 something. Um, I think of the little, if you haven't seen frozen two, I just don't, I don't know. I, I, what? Um, there's a song that Anna sings and it's do the next right thing. And the next right thing might be opening your favorite book, opening your favorite passage, opening up a podcast or, or turning to somebody that, you know, inspires you and always lifts you up. And depending how low you go, that might, your, the material that you turn to might look different. And this week for me, it was like, I turned to every pastor. I turned to every, I was like, I actually need Jesus this week. Like I, some, like, like somebody's got to hear my prayer because I was that low this week. So you can only, only you can determine what pulls you ultimately out of this hole, this dark trolley hole. And I just have to give a huge shout out to my friend, Rachel Wood, who owns Summit Soccer Academy here in Boston, because I just read a random post on her page. It was a post honoring somebody, one of her soccer girls. And it just said at the end, remember, we go again. Remember, we go again. And just those simple words for me became my mantra for my entire week to pull myself up and like literally put my big girl pants on and get back in the ring and get after it. Remember, you go again. 
how good is that? So quite literally, whatever we have to do to stand back up and like brush the knee, the dirt off of our knees and literally brush our shoulders off and like, you know, crack your neck from side to side and like roll your shoulders back and like loosen up and get back in the ring and keep fighting. That's what we have to do because the only way that you can lose in this life and, and with any of the goals and dreams and the lofty wishes and whatever that you're going for is if you quit. If you let what someone else says to you derail you to the point where you stop going after what sets your soul on fire, that's the only way you can lose in this one beautiful life that you're given. That's really all I got for you today. I hope that this gave you a little kick in the tush to get out there and chase your goals and dreams, especially if you've been feeling down about yourself lately. Remember, we are spiritual beings having a human experience, so it's okay to go low. Just don't stay there. Do whatever you can to pull yourself back up and get out there, jump back in the ring, and keep swinging. You deserve to live your very best life doesn't matter what anybody else says. It's what's in your heart that matters. If this has helped you in any way, shape, or form today, I always ask that you just share it with a friend who might relate to it. And if it lifts them up, if it lifts you up, then I honestly feel like my job here is done. The purpose behind all of this is it it is what it is. It's done. It's good. And I'm just really, really excited that you continue to show back up week after week and tune in and like what I'm saying. And if you do again, share Always find me on Instagram at MadsTad. DM me, stalk me. I always answer whatever it is. If you have suggestions, comments, whatever, let me know. I would love to hear from you. And yeah, that's really all I got. I'm sending you lots of love and just know that you're a freaking badass. Oh yeah, and one last thing. May you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, especially when it comes to your haters, your naysayers, and those doubters, freaking fearless.